0: Hello, everybody.
1: Wow. So, yeah, welcome. Sorry, we were just laughing at the pre show music.
2: Were <laughs> <You're saying laughs> you you're just thinking that. that
1: you'd come here to die? <laughs> we like, what the hell was that pre show music? It sounded music, like the kind of so music
2: you have in uh, in a, a funeral home. It's very energetic. Yeah.
1: Oh, very there's only four people in. Yeah. Oh, you've come to the rock show. Oh. Very Friday. <laughs> shows come to die. Uh, I'd see tomorrow, Dave, can we maybe have something happy? <laughs> Music to not slit your wrists to would be kind of just ending that genre. Anyway, sorry about that. That's not going to be live. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen. Oh, hello. Ladies, gentlemen, creatures of the universe, welcome to uh, the, our first. Our first live version yes, we've of the this this podcast, podcast. First yeah, no, ever. First of Ferguson, Harrington, Hawks. If you've never heard or seen this show before, well done. <laughs> if you have seen this show before, then you'll know that I'm Ferguson. I'm Harrington, and I'm Hawks. Yay! Right. <laughs> oh, thank you for doing this. Here, you know, and also I tell you, we're super excited because <laughs> in our actual podcast. We only have one listener. We have one listener, so we have overachieved. Right, you have overachieved for us. We are multiplying <laughs> highly here. It's fantastic. We've Everything. peaked. We've yeah. peaked. Also, Neil has peaked because it's his first Edinburgh. It's your first Edinburgh it. Yeah, I'm just
0: happy I've remembered my own name. I've come out on stage. I haven't fallen over. C- can I go now? No. Oh,
3: no. Well, got,
1: maybe. stay for the whole thing. Maybe. If you tell a joke, you'll have to go. We made a rule backstage, which is if Neil thinks something's funny... He has to count to three (laughs) before he says anything because it's invariably not funny. And the disappointment of it. I'm not writing the gags for the next series, let's
2: put it that way, right? But you've
1: been here before, right?
2: Yeah, I was here in 97 and I did a musical. but... but it's been was a while.
1: It with, was it with Bobby Davro? <laughs> no, don't start with the Bobby Davro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about this, but we have. Ches has got a Bobby Davro story, right? That he really wants to tell it, and I never let him tell oh. the Bobby I think we, this is
2: probably the fourth time it's been brought up on, on uh, the podcast, and I still haven't told the story. And yeah. I, I think that's where it's going to stay. Maybe that's a theme. Maybe. Because you
0: know, I've the, heard
1: the Bobby Davro story.
2: I've had the Bobby Gavro
0: experience, <laughs> so you know. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. haven't we all? So, you might be wondering what this empty seat is here. Are you wondering that, ladies and gentlemen and creatures of the universe? Can you hear that podcast audience? There actually is somebody live in this room, right? Go to ask this question again, try it, right? So are you wondering what that empty seat is for? Yes! Look, more than one person. More not right? <laughs> it's incredible. Well, it's not because I need to keep a distance between me and Chesney, or uh, it's actually for all the pants that might get you thrown in the know. Well, I'm surprised I didn't get any, can get thrown. <laughs> it's because we have a young. guest. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually going to be four people on this stage in a minute, which, it, which means that proportionally, we might become even. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, no, we have a guest, and I am thrilled about this first guest on our first live. Also, sorry, I keep coming out of the thing, but you, we, only, we only ever did pos- podcasts online. So me and Ches know each other, but we never actually physically met Neil. Till Three years.
0: Yeah. Three the years day we've been before working yesterday, together. we were together. And it's been a great disappointment for <laughs> yeah. all parties, I have to say.
1: See, that's that thing about the joke. You should have counted, dude. <laughs> count. that, was, that wasn't bad. That was all right. <laughs> all right, we should bring on the guest. Ladies, gentlemen, creatures of the universe, I have to tell you, this guy, I love him just as a guy. He's a brilliant comic, a great actor, and he is the very best bobby in the whole planet. Ladies, gentlemen, creatures of the universe, please welcome Gavin Mitchell. Woo! Woo! Gavin Mitchell. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thank, you.
4: Thank you. Hiya.
1: Aren't they adorable? They're smashing. They, this is oh. the most listeners we've ever had no.
4: perfectly formed. <laughs>
1: That's the way I like it. They are. So,
4: first Welcome. Like, welcome yeah. to Edinburgh. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Thank is you. Is this you? This isn't your first Edinburgh, is it?
4: Um, no, uh, I was here before the pandemic. I was always doing wee bits and bobs. But no, I suppose the biggest thing I did here for a couple of years was Casablanca.
3: <gasps> yeah. We did, uh, See, I told you Is you that Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart. Bogart?
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you played Humphrey Bogart. I played Bogart. Humphrey Bogart, yeah. It was three of us did the whole movie in
0: 55 minutes, so... Wow. I just wow. Oh, it. There you go, eh? I, I had all that. That was coming in at about 15 minutes, all that stuff. So <laughs> we've done that then. Yeah, done that. OK, good. Right,
1: there we go. Neil has, right, like, so firstly, we met on Zoom, right? So Neil has a thing where he likes to be organised.
4: Not, a clipboard.
1: has got, got a clipboard. Board. He's got a clipboard. When we met him, honestly, when we met him for the first time, we were like, I bet he's got a clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> and <we met> <laughs> What you so, you've got all your research. What yeah. What's your research then? they reading about up you. about you, Gavin. Mm. Yeah.
2: Oh, hello. So, getting the bank in a van. I just <laughs> want to say I had, didn't know research at all.
0: Yeah. that's because you've it got might. something you've got it talent,
2: might. you've got a song to
0: play you don't need to I've got
1: nothing on
2: now. oh I guess there is a guitar because well,
1: you were too busy digging your way out of pants that people would throw in your yeah, chest
2: it takes a while I can I can only your... for.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Gavin you've got a dog called Bob is that right?
2: I do have a dog called Bob
0: so um, we have something in common here, don't we? Because you have a dog named after a sort of Arthur. human, Arthur human name. My hmm? dog's a uh, human name, Lisa.
1: That's the weirdest name for a she's dog Greek. I've ever heard. Yeah, but she's It's a Greece. weird, oh, even if you're sense, Greek, though. Lisa is a weird name for a dog. The Greeks named her Lisa. I love Lisa. How you
0: justify it. Right,
1: hey, she's Greek. right. Oh, yeah. oh, in
0: that case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get the coat, that's
2: all right.
1: No, we've all got dogs with human names, so you've got Bob, I've got Arthur, Lisa. Lisa, you've got... Well, I've got two dogs, one's yeah. called
2: Mischief, I don't know anybody called Mischief, but uh, I do have one called Finn as well, so I guess yeah. that is a human name. I might just call Bob because he's a wee Spanish rescue dog, and I'd thought
4: oh. about getting a Did do, dog... Did you just say operated. he was
1: Spanish?
4: He's Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. Bob. Spanish,
1: not called Lisa though, right? She's Greek. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, but Bob Different. is a reasonable name for yeah. the dog. Well, that we well he was
4: thought. actually, it was my friend found him, sent me a picture of him, he's a wee rascal. Aww. And she said, oh, you love this guy. But he was called Bobby. Uh, and because Bobby. the character played in still game, I was like, I'm not having a dog. can't do that. And apart from anything else being in Scotland, I felt late at night in the local park running about shouting, have you seen my Bobby? That's <laughs> 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 not a very good idea. If you do see my Bobby, you gave me a wee clap.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> it was
0: like...
4: <laughs> mm, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. <coughs> and I thought, you've got to connect with the dog and everything. So I went to meet Bob, and we clicked immediately, yeah. and took him out a couple of times. And the woman said, "Would you think, you're going to adopt him? I said, yeah, I think I am. I said, can I now tell you something? I went, uh-huh. I believe things happen for a reason. I said, oh, where are we going with that. <laughs> and uh said, <laughs> the last four dogs I rescued from Spain, I called them Jack, Victor. Isa, and Bobby. And you chose Bobby and you never realised why. So he was named after me and I didn't, I didn't oh, know. Oh,
1: that's amazing.
4: Um, uh, and we sat in the pub trying to change his name. I went, do you know what, it really suits him. Just shorten it to Bob. We'll get away with Bob. So he's Bob the dog, but he was really Bobby. Right? So he does look funny. like a
1: Bob, actually. Got <laughs> he a... does look like a
4: Bobby. I no, he does look like no, <laughs> a bob. He's like a kind of no-nonsense dog. I, he's like, I'm
1: a dog. He's uh, not even a dog. He's like, I'm, oh, I'm a, a dog. dog. I, no, the it's dog. brilliant. I, He's no, it's beautiful. It. Yeah. Um, still game, right? That uh, how much does that affect you? Like, do people shout, still shout Bobby at you? And oh, like, because I, I tell you this because I went into a, a bar the other day. I wasn't drinking, but I went into a bar <laughs> the, I really wasn't. And uh, did <laughs> that <them>
3: too much?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I looked just there was a picture just at the side of the bar, and it was uh, Bobby's rules. And they oh like right. yeah, hey, they just bastardize a big picture of you and put it at the side of the. Um, the bar and place there, and I was like, God, I wonder if Gavin Mitchell ever comes in here. And not that you ever go to bars. But oh gosh, no, it's
4: perish the thought. Not when the you kind. go to
1: bars, is it? it do they go, "Haw, Bobby," at you all the time? I tend to
4: get sorry to say this, but you can bleep. <laughs> but most of that I do get. Oh, two pints, a prick, is 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 the classic line that I is get. Is that like a line from Bobby yeah. for the show? So uh, <laughs> the guys who come in oh, up. Uh, and I would say, look at as Batman and Robin. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll accept that. But, uh, in that case, you're a pussy. Now, two pints a prick. <laughs> so you so get with that. Yeah. There's always two pints a prick. <laughs> uh, so I get called a prick uh, <laughs> quite a lot <laughs>
1: every single day. That happens <laughs> to Neil every time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, don't you have a quote that well, you were we playing? have.
0: Yeah, we have Gavin's quote. Yeah, we have um, a quote.
1: Oh, so it should explain Ches's love of structure. That's why we
0: are here So, have so have We should quote. probably <laughs> explain
2: why we're here and what we're Hold doing time. here. So, exactly. yes. Chesney's so, Ges- lovely structure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
3: love not
2: obvious. love of structure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <baby>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this podcast, basically, we have a fabulous guest, which is today. <laughs> oh. And uh, we ask them for a quote, something that they either live their life by or something that means something to them. Um, and then somewhere in the middle, Lynn does a little bit of magic, which we'll see later on. Uh, And then we also ask them for a song that also has an emotional connection for them, you know, or a favourite song. And then I will play that for them over here in the corner uh, later on. And that's about it. That's the kind of structure of our our podcast.
0: Uh, So Gavin's quote, if you do something nice for someone, forget it immediately. If someone does something nice for you, always remember. It's a lovely quote because that says a lot about you, I think. But do you want to tell us where that quote came from?
4: Well, it's it's not mine. I must admit, and not, neither is it really the man that I take it from. It was his father. It was his father's, yeah. And it was uh, it, it's kind of opposite uh, to say it here because it was a man called Jim Haynes yeah. who's kind of godfather of the festival in many ways. Oh, yeah. He set up the sort of book. F- it was the f- amazing story, Jim. You should Google his name. Actually, it's incredible. And there's a great movie about him too, but um, Jim. Came, he, from, he was from Mississippi, he came to Scotland, served in the army, and as Jim always said, the most great, greatest voice, great accent, he said, uh, I want to be near a town that had lots of skirt.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and I would go out at night and chase some skirt. I think you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and So, so he, he came was American? From, uh, no, he's Welsh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, he,
4: he came here and he opened uh, just an amazing life. He opened the first ever paperback bookshop in, in Britain. Uh, he started the book festival. He started the Traverse Theatre in Edinburgh. Uh, got so many things Jim did, and it was Jim. I met him in later years. He took he took on Casablanca, took it to Paris, um, and also in Paris, in his own little atelier uh, flat, he would serve dinner every Sunday to anybody that wanted to go. Wow, generous so you man! Could, you could well. You paid uh, 10, yeah. 15 euros, but
3: yeah. he's yeah.
0: known as Three the Godfather period. of the supper club, and for th- oh, yeah. th- for thirty years. He's held a dinner party every Sunday night yeah. wow. for between 50 and 100 people at his house.
1: <laughs> hope he's got a dishwasher.
4: <laughs> 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 but you could meet anybody, you know, from yeah. politicians to students passing through to all walks of life. People, you know, relationships started through it. Also, I mean, people call yeah. him the kind of godfather of, like, social media. He was like a human Facebook, you know. Oh, he, really? Jim, Jim knew everyone. He started arts labs as well, and f- the first arts lab in Drury Lane knew John Lennon. Yeah. Bowie, and oh, like all sorts of people. Fascinating man. And a lovely, lovely yeah. man who just sadly, last year... Yeah.
2: Did you go to any of these dinner parties? Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) When we were in Paris, we we went along, and it's fabulous. It was just great. Just a wonderful mix of people. And he just encouraged people to come together. He was just this kind of
0: human conduit. Right. So you're doing um, a fringe show about ten years ago, yeah, and it's called Casablanca, The Gin Joint Cut. Yeah. I love that title, The Gin Joint Cut. (laughs) I don't know whether it's the way it sort of flows off the tongue, or it's just the 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 fact that it's got gin and joint in it? (laughs) I don't know why I like it, but... So, yeah, Casablanca, the gin joint cut, and you're playing Humphrey Bogart slash Rick Blaine. So is that the first time that you met Jim?
4: I I presented him with an award, uh, a kind of lifetime achievement award uh, from the Herald, and he'd literally just come out of hospital and he'd had a heart attack, because he came every year and he stepped off the train and had a heart attack in the train station and I was presenting with work, and he broke down, but broke down really badly on stage. He gets so upset and it was very emotional. And so, so I held him and took him aside and just chatted to him and then thought, you're trying to punt my show." <laughs> no,
0: you do. No. You do, yeah.
4: no, I was chatting to him and, and uh, you know, he was like, Thank, thanks so much and we got chatting away and I, I just immediately thought he was a lovely man. It's and
2: rare that we get a quote from somebody um, that actually knows yes. the person who, where the quote came from.
4: Well, the quote is this film that came out is called Meeting Jim, that's about his life and says many, many lifetimes and touched so many, many people, and, and a gorgeous human being and so generous. Um, and yeah, I think at, at the very end of the film, they say, How would you like to be remembered? And that's the quote he gives. He mm. said, I, I, I got this from my father, you know, and uh, if you do something nice for someone, forget it immediately when mm. someone does something nice for you remember always it. remember mm, and I thought what, wow, that's
1: So did you choose the quote for what the quote is or because of the person who gave it
4: A bit of everything yeah. really to be honest I got a doctorate a couple <laughs> years ago I and, saw I f- them. and I finished with yeah. that as well because right. I just I, I, I think it's a great thing to impart and, I, yeah. uh, and especially at a time like that when you're talking to young students and things I think it's If you take away anything, it's a good thing to take away, you know. So um, so it's a wee bit everything in memory of Jim, who I I dearly love and miss, and it's weird to be here and he's not here. Uh, Do you know
1: what I find fascinating about it, though, is because you said about that he sort of invented social media in a way, right? And actually, the social (coughs) media is the complete opposite of that. Mm. Like, if you do something interesting, just, like, shout about it. In fact, not even if it's interesting. If you had dinner, put it on. Ah. Yeah. And if somebody did something bad to you, make sure everybody knows about it. Do you know? It's like the opposite yeah. way round. I think it's such an interesting quote for now, when everybody feels so kind of fractured. Yeah, and polarised. I mean? Yeah, you know,
4: it's yeah. No, I totally agree. it's that kind of we're, we're so, so diametrically opposed all the time, and and and. and we hold grudges, and it's negativity most of the time. It's yeah. not about mm-hmm. being selfless or giving things away. Or if you do, you want to
2: know everybody. Everyone. Yeah. I was yeah. being very
4: yeah. selfless. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like d- we, i
2: nice. It's like you <laughs> give money to, a, to a, a GoFundMe page, and it says, do you want to be anonymous? And then there's so many people who just want to have their name yeah. on it. Okay, so, yeah, you know, yeah. Did you see it? You know, did you, <laughs> you see no. what I
1: gave? Unless they're given a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zoro, not in <laughs> no right? Story. Look at my little
2: bag, my bag I th- of. It I thought you'd stuff. lift your makeup bag out
3: here. I was going to. It actually, do you know what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it totally was my makeup bag, and it's Edinburgh. And I wanted to buy some. I went to wanted to find a stationery shop, and every stationery shop I looked for was up a hill. And I was like, "Fuck it." No, <laughs> <a problem. laughs> like, I'm like, nobody'll notice. It's purple. What's the matter? It could be omnipresent. I don't care. <laughs> no, what I I, do, I work in story over in. Um, over in the other side of the ocean and uh, all a lot of my work or all of my work is based on that we are all telling stories all the time and that there's a story going on in our head but we're not really aware of what it is right that the story that we're telling in our head is not the same as coming out of your mouth and the way that you can find out the story that's going on in someone's head is you ask them a wee exercise Right, you up for a wee exercise? Move your arms.
0: Tip top condition. Warm ups or something. No,
1: <coughs> it's very simple. You just have to tell the truth, right? <laughs> if everything oh, was shit. like that, just tell the truth, right? That's going to work <laughs> out, isn't it? Yeah. Was that a joke?
0: Yeah, it was. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I can't
1: find it. <laughs> <laughs> it I'm just joking. <laughs> right, so I am going to ask you to tell me about something. You just tell me about it. I'm going to write in my little things here, right? I've got a little jotter here, right? And then after afterwards, don't look scared. What are you looking scared for? You've oh, got for- a doctorate, you've gone to French dinner parties, you've like hung out <laughs> with proper people and you've worn a gown. right? And you've got a dog called Bob. What's <laughs> the worst thing? <laughs> imagine out, you're talking right? to Bob. You know, and this is a celebration of like all these people who have proved that we've got more than one listener. Right? <laughs> Uh, what It's uh, two minutes, and I want you to tell me about diamonds.
4: Diamonds? Yeah, just tell me two what minutes. you
1: know about diamonds. Ready, go. Uh,
4: Jinx. Diamonds. Uh, I think of uh, playing cards, so I think of diamonds that uh, they four suits. Uh, diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Diamonds. Gosh, diamonds. I know nothing about diamonds. My mum used to quite like diamonds. She kind of collected things like that, kind of jewellery. Nonsense. I'm not really that kind of... Into things like that, as much as i get my bangles here and my ring, I'm not sort of, yeah, I don't put a lot of value on stuff like that. Uh, they don't really matter a lot to me, diamonds. Jings, what else can I think of? Diamonds, diamonds. Oh, God. God, it's really hard to think into to diamonds. Um, oh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> Dopey looking through two big giant diamonds. Uh, can I see that? That's quite good fun. Um, You're halfway through. I'm only halfway through. Yeah, you Jesus. got another minute yet. Uh, diamonds. Uh, Jim Diamond. He passed away recently. That was very sad. Oh, he did.
0: I, 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 I. Sorry
4: to tell you. I didn't Jess. know that. Need <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, a moment. Uh, and I should have known better. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> What about diamonds? Oh my God, what a topic. What a thing to think of. I know nothing whatsoever about them. Um, I don't think I've ever owned a diamond, probably will never own a diamond. Um, and even if I was uh, at this late stage in life getting married, I don't think I would even purchase a diamond. I'm of against things like that. Sorry to say, probably get a doing when I leave now. <laughs> You're cheapskate. <laughs> <master>. <laughs>
2: Uh, no one's marrying you from here.
4: Right. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, well. I I screwed that pockets. one there. Um. No, that's me uh-huh. the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's about diamonds. No, no. no where, where are we now? You You're nearly <laughs>
0: there. Nearly <laughs> there.
4: Um, Fifteen things. I'm diamond. Uh.
3: <laughs>
0: now, there's a story. There's a <laughs> in the house. <laughs> <ass. laughs> <laughs> That's a different show, that. yeah.
4: <laughs> um, hi, Anne Diamond never liked her. her <laughs> she speaks very highly of you, though. Take over TV. You're going to get sick of punching both of them. <laughs> there you, you oh, go. Well done. <laughs> oh. Two minutes. Oh,
0: well done. Yeah. Good. The anyway. oh, look, even yeah. a round of applause. <laughs> I'm
1: just going to time. And if I, I'm going to you at times, and you'll get a round of applause <laughs> for speaking on time. Well, if
0: that's all I have to do.
1: <laughs> that was <the> <laughs> 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 A nightmare, right? Um, so diamonds, weirdly, if you ask someone about diamonds, it tells you what they think about, what they value, right? So, like, for some people, often people will say diamonds are a girl's best friend, right? Which is, uh, like, about the value of friendships. But what came through in all of yours is that uh, money really isn't your bag. You don't really care about money. You don't value money. You don't care about it. It's not really anything you're interested in. I'm an actor,
4: darling. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. But the, and the, uh, the thing with it is about what does... Uh, matter to you is that the sort of, there is a thing about creativity, like Snow White and all that going in. I didn't know there was diamonds in Snow White. They work in a diamond mine. Yeah. Oh, the dwarfs. right. What do I know? Right? Right? What do I know? I just spend my I life hope. in my wee studio I I writing hope. words. Right. I think
0: you better watch that one again. In a mine, in a mine, in a mine,
4: in a mine, where
0: a million diamonds shine.
1: So that's where your value is. That a round
3: of yeah, a right? I
1: didn't get around them.
3: Yeah! Come
4: on! Right? not get
1: around them. magic. So, uh, <laughs> you don't, what's amazing about it is that it's uh, that your mum liked them. It's like all about just local people that you know. Like what you value is just like quite close—not even close friendships, but people that you're in touch with. Oh, I like that. I like that person. I value them. Your values are all about people and dwarves. Obviously, (laughs) and and, uh, um, like that, I know nothing. I've never owned them, and if I was getting married, I would be against stuff like that. It's like money is not your vibe at all, is it? It really is about friendship and people. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, makes
4: absolute sense. I mean, of course, you you want to get by and all that, but I've never really valued. I've been careful and thrifty over the years because I've had to be for various reasons. uh, But but yeah, no, it doesn't mean a great deal to me. at all. Uh, Yeah, it's people are, yeah, no, that's pretty spot on, I would say.
1: It's funny, because everybody thinks they'd say the same thing, but actually, uh, our listener, or a single listener, <laughs> if you're out there listening on Hi, your own. Hi, Moira. <laughs> actually, it's my mum. <laughs> it's his mum. It's um, the, everybody thinks he'd say the same thing, you know, but, th- but it's not until you stop you go, no, actually, I would say diamonds are about, like, my mother's ring or the ring that I didn't get or mm-hmm. the such and such that I would... And it's like everybody goes... It, when, when you give someone just a noun or a word... And say, tell them, tell me a story about it. Everybody will go to a different place, and the thing that's weird about it is that, as people, we think we'll see the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we don't. Well, I've asked people about like I asked. He was a douchebag, this guy, but I asked him about diamonds, and he talked about um, (coughs) the diamond he bought for his mother in uh, in Doha, and uh, and how she liked it, but she didn't. She didn't think it was big enough, and so he let her down. Do you know, which was evidently his value is like, I'm trying to impress my mother mm-hmm. um, and I really want her approval and she's never going to give me it. And then there was uh, Sunday. I asked about diamonds and they said, I like them because they're hard. They can deal with anything. They're the hardest sur- oh, substance yeah. in the world. Wow. I don't care mm. that they're sparkly. I so what does, wow. that, what does
2: that say? About it says
1: that what they care about is strength. Strength, That they're yeah. not yeah. interested in beauty. It's actually, if you think mm. about it, this stuff with story isn't like Mystic Meg or anything. It really is just like listening to what someone's telling you and going, ooh. But sometimes
0: yeah. you're also listening to what's not being said. Oh, well. totally. Yeah. I mean, that, right. That's the thing totally. for you. That's where you... Do your magic a lot of the time, isn't it? I, listen. but
1: I don't think it is magic. I think it is just that stuff of stopping and listening. And the the thing that's weird about how we live
3: actually
1: is we're so uh, used to um, waiting for the bit that we're meant to talk in, or when we're get meant to get to somewhere. We don't we don't often take the time to listen to, to what listen. someone's saying because yeah. yeah. we're busy trying to make sure that they think. We're okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That or we're, we're showing
4: not that we are listening, yeah. jumping in and, oh, that oh, happens uh, once.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is yeah. never listening, I know. I know. That's, I, I tell people when I'm doing this in groups, like I do it in big groups, and I tell people they're not allowed to interrupt or say anything. And actually, for some people, that's the biggest challenge. <laughs> um, yeah. Your mum, tell me about your mum, because I've never heard about <laughs> her oh, before. Gosh.
4: <laughs> it's a different NHL podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, we're, we're quite a mad family. My mum was. Uh, Yeah, we're quite wild, our family. So my mum and dad were always splitting up and there was a lot of kind of violence and stuff. Um, So, yeah, my gran was the kind of solid figure in my family. Yeah. And then my mum would come and go. She would leave me a lot or they would split up. My dad would run away and my mum would run away with me and then they'd come back together. And they came back together for me originally. I was a mistake, really. Um, Is that what they told you? Yeah, my mum loved telling me I was
3: mistaken.
4: I <laughs> 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 quite enjoy that.
2: Um, Fascinating. Um,
4: but she, um, yeah, they came back together. Because a funny thing, cause I, knew, I knew a part of your storytelling stuff when you did it were names. Yeah. And my yeah. thing was, because my name was, <laughs> which you might quite like, was, it came from, they like, oh, God, what are we are going to call this kid? And we'll call him a good Scottish name. Yeah. And the doctor that delivered me was going out with Moira Anderson at the time. And they thought, what better Scottish name than huh. Moira Anderson's boyfriend? You know, and he was called <laughs> Doctor Gavin Lindsay. So my wow. full name is Gavin Lindsay Mitchell, but I never use the Lindsay. But of course, Gavin's no even Scottish; it's a Welsh name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's from Gawain. Yeah. Yeah, so.
1: But you see, like actually, if you look at it, it's in what you said, which is you go, I don't really, I wasn't really into that stuff. My mother, she was into that oh, stuff. Oh yeah. So well, like, my if you was that open Marcos. it, it says she's different.
4: Yeah. She was little Mel Marcos and eventually, there yeah. was lots and lots of <laughs> stuff, but eventually my mum, uh, she used to leave me quite a bit, and then eventually she, she did, eventually went to shopping one day and never came back. So really? Yeah, wow. yeah so my, uh, my brother brought me up. Wow. Is uh, your brother quite a lot older than you then? Or? He's, it was ten years between us, right. so it was a significant thing at the time, because we moved around a lot. Uh, i was originally for Springburn, but then we moved to Lanarkshire and all over the place, uh, and he was living in London at that time, so he gave up his kind of life in London to come back and look after him in this tiny, wee mining village in Lanarkshire. The wow. but, but he uh, had his had his own problems. But so so it, your
2: dad had gone at that point as well? Yeah, so he'd
4: separate... Well, by that time, my dad died, my stepdad died in the same year, actually. So it was just my mum, my grandpa. There was, there was lots of dark stuff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll get weird.
3: Um, Do
1: you think but, uh, that's when you got into... Because what you talked about was the Disney films and, like... Um, Cas, you know, Casablanca, is that when you got into theatre and creative stuff, do you think it
4: I was think like... I always did. Yeah. I think because of the ten year age gap, my brother and I were moving around a lot. I think uh, I, you know, it's one of the first generation to be brought up with telly, plonk them down in front yeah. of the telly and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all that, and so doing impersonations and realising classic old cliches that people like to doing silly voices and entertaining them and, yeah. and all that. So so there was that, and entertaining my brother's pals and uh, it sounds I,
2: like an escape as well from yeah, everything that's going yeah. on in your life at the time. And so right? I'd
4: entertain myself, really. So yeah. I think it was there from a long time. I, you know. It, talking in voices, listening to things, impersonations, <coughs> what have you. I always kind of did it. It yeah. was kind of second nature. And, and I think it, it was, again, the classic, you know, sort of <laughs> being a moving target, don't hit me, make them laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Well, um, so I, I think that's where it sort of came from, really.
1: What's amazing yeah. about it with you, I think, as well, is that because within um, the sort of entertainment world, if you see Gavin Mitchell, everybody goes, oh! Like, he owes me money. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, like, I, I haven't ever met anybody that has anything other than, oh, Gavin Mitchell. You've,
4: you've obviously been out of the
3: country for a
1: while. Maybe. <laughs> but, like, also, like, that thing of where you are, you do have a family within entertainment. And even, like, mm. the talk of your co, and then that guy with the dishwasher in France that has the big parties with people. Evidently, you found your family, because what he... Yeah. Is doing is doing these like kind of weird big creative family dinners, right? That's
4: what yeah. It is. I mean, I think I did. I think when I first found it was uh, because I'm untrained, uh, and it happened in the sets in yeah. Glasgow Citizens Theatre. And I think it was through that. Um, my first love is art, is painting. That's what I used to do, and I went back to a wee bit during uh, lockdowns, but. um so I did scene painting, and through a dare <laughs> with, with my friend, he was an, a carpenter. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we were at a party one night, drunk, He said, oh, they've asked me to be an extra. And he had no eye. He didn't want to be in a stage or whatever. And I was but like, really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. The jazz hands that. came
4: out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'll put your name for it. Please do <laughs> and uh, And that was kind of that. And, uh, and I kind of came to life there. Yeah. It was like I'd been dormant or half asleep, and suddenly I thought, this is me. And I was really cocky. I didn't know my place, because I didn't know how things worked, um, and who was who, and what was the stage management, what were the demarcations between front of house, backstage, anything. So I just treated everybody the same, and didn't know my place, and was pretty cocky with everybody. Um, And I think people just didn't know what to do with me. and I was a bit of a mascot, in a way, a kind of strange creature to <laughs> have about. Um, yeah. and is this and in that
2: theatre you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, about? right, yeah.
4: And so that's how it sort yeah. of happened for me. And I think that's when I thought, this is what I want to do.
2: What, a
0: theatre mascot?
4: That's what yeah,
0: what, yeah. a theatre mascot? Real ambition, of.
1: yeah. <laughs> I yeah. remember doing a wee film with you, and I cannot for the life of me remember what t- the t- film Are you like that? Because I remember. (laughs) Because
4: I was thinking, when was the last time we met? And I was thinking, oh, it's over 20 odd years ago. And I was trying to remember. I remember sitting in Knightswood or something in somebody's living (laughs) room. I
1: thought it was a kitchen. Somebody dressed as a
0: policeman.
1: And it was raining or something and like that, but we were just like talking shite about stuff and everything, and, and like it all, all around was like the business of filmmaking. Yeah. And filmmaking can be terribly, yeah. terribly serious. And then in the middle of it was us two buffoons. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what was the name of that film? I no can't idea. Remember. We've got I've no been racking my idea. This yeah. might be interested in looking no. up. No, well it's you could look me. it up, but I have no idea, what, <laughs> and I don't even know if it's it's we were a, in it in the <laughs> end. But we <laughs> spent so long just sitting <laughs> in biscuits. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've been
4: in? Oh gosh. The
1: worst thing? <laughs> no. Touch
4: wood, I've been really lucky. I've honestly been really lucky. I've, I've managed to dodge bullets most of the time. Apart I've from been, this? I've <laughs>
1: went out and seen things and
0: thought, <laughs> <laughs> thank God. But no, I honestly kind of think, anything bad I've been in actually. Well, that's nice, isn't it? To be yeah, an actor and to sort of look back and honestly, go, do you know what? Can't. I can't think of anything that. That's,
4: yeah, that's experiences lovely. Experiences, you know, as we all do, with certain jobs. But but no, I've never done it, and I thought, oh my god, that was awful. I did
1: Uirwelly the musical. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did do Uirwelly the musical. <laughs> it was the only thing that I, have, it, it, you know, it changed me in a really good way, because people had come to see you or Willie the Musical and they were like, oh, it's gonna be great, right? And a musical starts with, it's like, oh, it's gonna be exciting. <laughs> the show's gonna be exciting, right? And so we all come out dancing, and go, no, it's going, oh, it's gonna be exciting, because it was Jimmy Logan produced it, right? And they, you can see the audience going, Oh no! I don't think it is. <laughs> exciting. And by the time that Willie came out, right, and it was Ashley Jensen oh, dressed as right, a boy, right, the audience I- just went oh, fuck. <laughs> Literally see a whole audience going, two hours of this? <laughs> like, panic. And you know that thing where you talk about in theatre where you can see the whites of somebody's eyes when they're panicking on stage? Mm-hmm. the only thing I've ever seen the whites of the eyes in the audience. <laughs> the crowd. you were like, no, no, no
2: more. You can't see that now, Lincoln. Yeah, you
1: can. There's a girl down the front Double who's in the whites yeah. of the <laughs> eyes. Um, what about you, Chesney? What's the worst thing you've been in? I mean, I've been
2: in some dodgy pantomimes in my time. Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, Go do
1: your joke! Come on, come on! <laughs> Just think about it. Count to three. Count to three again.
2: He going to say, say, "Oh no, you haven't."
0: <laughs> I was waiting for you to do. No you. chance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
2: practice, right? We'll,
0: we'll yeah. practice come back in 2 <laughs> days time
2: oh and that will all be well <laughs>
0: literally out. every
1: time we've been behind Bike stage
2: right but generally in, f- in like over the last 20 odd years or something I and mean every time I get offered a part in a film it's always playing myself for some reason yeah. so I kind of like yeah I'm like I just want to play someone else now you yeah. know? so every time I get like exciting phone call from an agent or someone saying you know we've got a part in a film for you and I go, oh, great, brilliant. And then they're like, you're playing yourself. I'm like, I'm not a fucking gen. Yeah. Do I have to sing <laughs> the as one i only again? you version yourself yeah. or
4: what they think
2: you yeah, are? Yeah, I was booked as, as Chesney Hawks to play at a wedding in Hollyoaks. That was like a couple of weeks ago. So in your own <laughs>
4: head, you can go, I'm going to play this internally as bad Chesney. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should. But I you I him good. as
0: a gangster, didn't you? We were imagining you as a gangster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Chesney yeah. Hawks. I'd love to do that. I reckon I've got it in me.
0: Yeah. I I do
1: you me. like the way that people write you or not when they go with Chesney? Or do they? I
2: mean, it depends. Like, I did a thing with John Bishop um, where we actually did a panto together many years ago. And uh, he. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. First panto. And he, he thought it was hilarious backstage. It is hilarious backstage at a panto, isn't it? Yeah. I mean It's just generally Very much so. funny. So he wanted to do, <laughs> he wanted to do like a kind of fly on the wall documentary style thing. So he had me being like. <laughs> the, the, the scene that he had that was that made me laugh was, it was him, me coming to him. He's playing like a uh, kind of a DJ, ageing DJ, you know. And I come and I say, "I've got this great new song. You should. You've got. Uh, can, can I? Uh, can I play it to you? You know?" So I come into his dressing room and he's like, "I'm a bit. I'm kind of just doing my. my ma- ma- oh, all right then." So I come in, I sit down, and I start playing like the, the tune to the One and Only with new lyrics, <laughs> and, uh, and I get through the whole song, and he kind of goes. It's catchy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's quite funny, you know, but John's great, you know. But then other times it's like, other, as you say, other people's interpretation of what they think you are. And, yeah. you know, and I, I don't know, it's never right, is it? Uh, I'm uh.
1: frightened to ask that, what's the worst job you've ever <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst job you've ever had?
2: You knew it was coming.
1: You did know it was coming. I'm
0: not persecuting. Working me. with you, fucking to
1: let Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back to talking about the topic because we didn't talk about it at all. The quote we sort of got into, yeah, that's true. And then true. we talked about the guy. Do you? Is that how the the quote was? If you do something good for somebody, shut up.
2: Don't tell him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shut
1: your and mouth. if you do, if somebody does something good for you, always remember. Always remember. Mm. Is that how you operate?
4: I try to, with all good things and all good intentions, you know, you want to be, I don't want to sound too than now, but you try and live your life by mm. it, but of course, you know, we don't a lot of the time, we're all I human and we're do. all flawed. Flo- I think flo- you do,
1: you know why? And what you talked about today, I think you do, because I think nobody else apart from this audience would know about um, what happened with your family. Like, you just got on with it and you shut <clears> up about things that weren't good. And you like the things that you're not very, um, you don't boast about yourself or whatever.
4: But it's that well, it's that thing, isn't it? I mean, it, I don't talk about it often. It's unusual to talk about it actually, and in these in, in circumstances. But you know, it's I think, if I can help one person. <laughs> but, but I think if you, when you do talk about it, and when I was as I was growing up, when I was younger, and people people go, "Oh my God, that's awful, and that's mm. horrible, and what a ho- mm. terrible upbringing and all that," and you're like, "Well, no, because." That's your upbringing. It's it's mm. normal. Right. There's nothing weird about it. There's nothing strange about it. And there's no violins to be played. That's just <coughs> how you were brought up. Mm. It's it's only hindsight's a great thing. It's only where retrospect you go, oh, Jesus, no, that wasn't a very good maybe, and compared mm. to other people. And well, you, you don't realise that until later yeah, on, yeah, yeah, when you exactly. start
2: talking about it, and you like, Oh, actually, that was a bit
4: fucked up. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah, fine, yeah, and you're nice. in survival mode or whatever. So you, you just get on mm. with your life, really. And you know, it's not till till later that the shit comes home to roost.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you do, re- the thing with you is I, I think, think you do remember
4: roost,
1: oh, <laughs> I'm very full, don't get me started on chickens. <laughs> don't, get started on oh, don't get me started on chickens. Don't get me started on my chickens. No. has chickens. But I think you do remember people who've done good things for you, because even when we were talking just before the show, you like listed a whole load of people that we haven't, I haven't seen for years, and you could talk about all the really good things that they were, or they did that and do you remember that show that they did, and they did this yeah. thing, and like, you do seem to remember people for being good or who've been good with you.
4: Oh, de- I definitely, Um, um yeah. <coughs> I mean, funnily enough, go back to a doctorate thing, when I made my speech, I went right back to, you know, li- librarian at school, to <laughs> to various people, <laughs> that people yeah. I think I, I owe things to. for I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them, you know, who, who, who made me, really, who gave parts of myself. and. Mm. Uh, and well,
0: that's nice, because that says a lot about your personality. Um, you know, that you have so, I, I, I think... I, I always think, everybody thinks,
4: but I think you, you should, you know, it's you're, you're here because of other people and, and what they give you, yeah, whether it be yeah. jobs or those wee moments, Just t- it could be just a wee thing, you know, even yeah. somebody just clocking when you need help or just that wee hand on your shoulder at the right time and you think, I'd thanks for that, you know, you mm. were sensitive enough to, to come in there or notice that, you know, and so you, you remember those things. But do you
0: felt as you got older, it took yeah. a bit of age and experience and wisdom in life to understand how important that was?
4: Yeah, I think it did take. I think, to be honest with you, I rejected it a lot when I was mm. younger. And I think I wasn't very good at accepting help. And I'm still not very good at accepting help in lots of ways. And so it was always going, no, no, I'm fine. Or there was an embarrassment, or there was a cover up. Well, uh, oh, that's interesting. It's I it, think when all I was about younger. accepting help. Yep. And then as I got older, I think opened up to that and realised mm. what people were trying to do. I think I think part of the thing was as well as, as we're talking about humour, earlier, I think it was a defensive mechanism as yeah. well. It kind of keeps people away to a degree. And you know, I'm ha- that old um, Ivor Cutler song. You know, I'm happy, I'm happy, yeah. and I'll punch the man that says I'm not. <laughs> you
3: know, there's, there's,
4: <laughs> there's a bit of that as yeah. well going you know, on. And, and like, no, we're fine. Look, you like, yeah. like me, like me, and I'm making you happy. And keep dancing, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and I and I, I think there was somebody pointed it out to me once and told me just to basically shut up and stop <laughs> and uh, I'm not asking you to be funny Gavin. I'm asking you how you are mm, and, and yeah. I was
2: like well, this can be a deflection can't it like, yeah. I, I didn't
4: know how to answer the question yeah. I was so kind of I wasn't used to it and being that honest or speaking out and so and now I'm probably I overshare
1: I totally with disagree with so, that you do not overshare <laughs> like I've known you for years and I've never even known any of that stuff about your mother like not at all I don't think you overshare you overshare about uh, me about how brilliant other people are You do, every time I've met you, you're like, oh, and then blah, 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 and did you see that? They were that, and they did this, and he's so good. And, like, even the Jack Doherty thing, you were like, God, he's really good. Like, you just, you do... You maybe overshare in an effusive way about other people, but I definitely don't think you overshare about yourself.
0: How else can we criticise him and pull him apart? Is there anything any other? <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> I think we can criticise him
1: and pull, uh, pull him apart.
0: We could ask him about his musical taste. Uh, it is musical taste. <laughs> we could give him a hard time about uh, his musical taste. Take me off the rack. Not, I'm not giving him a hard time <laughs> when <laughs> I've
1: got you. Neil. Yeah. You um, ain't if going if in. I've got you, a purpose in I life. I need to give him, yeah, him yeah, a hard absolutely. time. That's
0: why. Yeah. So, segueing neatly into your musical Preference. Yes, right. let's talk music because oh, I know you're Charlie. a
3: music
4: lover, aren't you? I am a huge music lover, and I feel really bad about this because when I was, when I was told to pick a song, I didn't realize it was your great self who'd be singing. I'd have <laughs> chosen something completely different. <laughs> um, Why is that? Did you feel Well, like once song? I knew it was you, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, mm. In fact, my partner had said to me, she said, Watch was freaking out, and I had to stop her for giving my pants to throw in you, I tell you. And she said, you know what, you should ask them to play, which is too long a story to go into, but a special song for us, as Exiles' I Wanna Kiss You All Over. Okay. And I think she just fancied that for just the thought of Chesney Chesney. singing that. (laughs) I wanna kiss you all over. (laughs)
2: uh, Well, we can do that as a private thing, if you Uh, like. If you you don't mind. Once we get rid of the silly clothes. (laughs) 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 But you gave, well, you chose two songs yeah. and I went I, well one was Downtown yep. um, and the other one was which is the one I chose which is David Bowie because I yeah. love, love David Bowie and um, Heroes so, <laughs> yeah
4: well it was I didn't want to overthink too much because I love music so much yeah. and it was really hard to think as I'm so I, I just thought really fast and I didn't realise how it'd be used or what was happening and I thought, oh, well, Bowie is my hero and yeah. a bit like what was missing in my life, Bowie filled for me. He was a huge, huge, huge part of my life.
2: Like a father figure in a way. Yeah,
4: he was, yeah, and people laugh at it so much so yeah. <laughs> that, funny you should say that, it became a running gag for years and I used to call him my dad. Uh, and so I'd be on social media <laughs> and I'd refer to Bowie as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, I didn't actually. I've one. met his, and sadly, I've sang with his band now and things and uh, right. done backing vocals and know his band quite well. And I accepted an award on his behalf and uh, various things, but sadly only because he passed. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's bittersweet that I've got as close to him as I possibly could, but only because he passed away, sadly. But, um,. But yeah, I I just adored him. He was my kind of northern star, and you know that you could
2: be whatever you wanted to be. You know, the, well, that's what t- he was, wasn't yeah. it? He, he was an art, you know, physical artwork. He uses his yeah. own, you know, persona as well as his image and his music, and uh, not being boxed into, you know, yeah. music, acting, art.
4: Writing everything, you know, yeah, everything you know that you could do. He was all. a true artist, wasn't yeah. Nobody, well, he won what was it? <laughs> some kind of thing just last week. He was voted the greatest, sort of the most influential artist in the past 50 yeah. years. I'm not surprised, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's just extraordinary.
2: Don't um, so you
1: know his? Yeah. Family, uh, don't bring up Bobby Davro, but do you not know?
2: <laughs> do you know Bobby Davro was? <laughs> don't do <laughs> Bobby
1: Davro. But is <laughs> there a.
2: Bobby Davro's <laughs> my dad? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> It'll explain a lot though, <laughs> wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it
2: would it? Stop oh trying
1: to make the Bobby Davro. story <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not interesting.
2: No, no Bobby, you're not going to hear it. Sorry, oh. guys. Sorry.
1: Oh. But don't you know? Do you know...
2: Uh, I'm friends with with David's son, Duncan. Yeah. And uh, I have a story, if you want to hear, a story about how I met David. Well, basically, Duncan um, is a filmmaker. He's a director. And he made a film called Moon with Sam Rockwell. And it was... Great film. Yeah, and it was kind of before Sam Rockwell was like a huge movie star. I mean, he was doing well, but, you know. Um, And he made this film on a very small budget uh, and he used... Uh, The one and only one of my songs, um, in one of my records. Sorry, Nick Kershaw wrote the song. I shouldn't say that. Um, In uh, a a very interesting way, like it was a um, it was an alarm clock. And I I won't give away the films, You should watch it if if you can, because it's great. It's it's become a sci-fi classic now. Um, And when that kind of started to to kick off. I, I became friends on Twitter with with, with him because all of his fans, like, of fans of the film kept saying things like, you should use, um, you know, should, merchandise should be like the one and only as an alarm, c- pre-fit in the alarm clock, you know. And so him and I became Twitter friends and, uh, and then he, I, he lives in LA and I, I was visiting. I was like, I'm coming to LA, so should, we get, should we go and have a coffee or something? And so we met up and then he said to me at the time, I'm making a film with Jake Gillenhall now, Gillenhall oh, yeah. called Source Code and I want to use the one and only but the record company like they just quoted way too much money so could you do something for me I was like well I can re-record it for you he said well it's only for a a ringtone so I did I recorded it for him and then it became Michelle Moynihan's ringtone in that film and uh so then now we've become friends and and actually live in LA now and we you know he lives quite close to me and uh, he said right I'm doing this film World of Warcraft oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I want I want to use the one and only again. Um, <laughs> can you play the lute? <laughs> <He said. laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know if I've ever tried it. And uh, he said, could you do like a, you know, a medieval lute version of the one and only? So I was like, yes. Wow. Uh, and actually, it was like on the phone when he, t- when he called me to say that. And uh, I said, what do you have in mind exactly? And he said, he's going, you know, like, I am a one and only. Nobody I'd rather be. <laughs> So I was Pirate. like, what, well, so Pirates of Penzance, then. <laughs> yeah. And I said The Wurzels.
3: or you know. So,
2: so I said, could you do me a favour? I'll hang up, and can you call me on, and leave that as, on my answer machine message so that I can utilise that to, to kind of see what you... See if I can recreate that. He said, yes, as long as you never play it to anyone. So he did that. And I did a version of it, I am the one and only, with the lute and everything. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I called him up and I said, right, well, that's my new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he said, but I want you in it. I want you in the film. So he flew me up to Toronto. And it was this amazing $200 million film set, you know, with green screens. And you know, there was like dragons and stuff like that. And uh, he had me in the corner of this incredible um, set playing to, in a, on a lute, dressed as a medieval bard with a hat and everything, it's like, um, you have to Google it, it's all out there. And, uh, and so, yeah, so that, that's, that's how I oh, know Duncan, yeah. That's crazy, brilliant. So I hate you, Chester <laughs>
1: <laughs> So will you play something now? I, I should play this yeah, song, yeah, otherwise
2: yeah. I'm going to run out of time. Yeah. So, um, you wanted heroes. Indeed. did. Okay. Not the easiest. Yeah, no pressure. I
4: know when I put it down and then realised what was happening, I thought,
1: oh my god, what have I done to him? (laughs) Toya Wilcox did Bjork. Remember that? Oh my
2: god, how can I forget? (coughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you ever get
3: used to a human,
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was
0: great.
3: Shame was on the other side.
0: you, Gavin Mitchell.
3: Thank
1: you.
3: You're quite well talented, done,
1: you? You're quite talented. Well That's why we keep you.
2: <laughs> I right? do music, I do.
1: You do <laughs> do music. Very well.
2: Not half. That was gorgeous. Thank you. I hope I Thank did it justice. So, so I mean, you much. know, it's, it's always hard to play... You know, such an iconic song from someone's favourite artist of all time. And <laughs>
0: it's a high one, as you say. It's a
2: high yeah. one. You know. My God, and then when yeah. I realised, I thought, there's no way he'll touch that. That's going to be impossible.
4: But it's not. It's just brought in The fragility, gorgeousness, you bring it. It's just uh, stripping it back like
2: that. Yeah, well, that's what I love about doing the music for this podcast, is that I can take these songs and strip it back to the soul of the song, you know, mm. and just connect lyrically to it and, and feel it. You know, yes, that's, that's, that's the beauty of music. You can, especially, a great song like that. You know, to to strip that back is just, I mean, it's just, just working it out. You're like, oh god, this is good. <laughs> You yeah, because it's fact because when you hear the
4: original, and there's so many layers of that. So, that breakdown of Tony Visconti recently going through the track yeah. by track, yeah, it's done. And then people go, What can you do with heroes? and people tend to add, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. you know, and it's the wrong way to go. And actually, when yeah. you hear it like that, you go, Oh, no, that's not, yeah, strip it right back. And
2: I look you know, back in kind of you know, when I'm doing research to figure out how I'm going to play it, I, I always, you know, look in the YouTube, go down the YouTube rabbit hole and find all Bo- Bowie. Um, versions of it and stuff, and, and one thing's for sure about Heroes, he really enjoyed singing yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of versions where he's just got a massive smile on his face and he's running from the side to side of the stage. And well, he's well, like, like he and Yeah, like exactly. Right. So yeah, protect, yeah, oh yeah, yeah,
1: just no,
3: brilliant. Incredible. Yeah. I
1: thought it was, it was really interesting listening to it pared down. It was beautiful, but I did, I did think about uh, the story of you. Do you know what I mean? Like the story of you dealing with your mum being there, your dad being there, with your brother, like all this stuff about uh, things that didn't happen and the possibilities of things that could maybe. And I was like, God, that would be the best soundtrack to the movie of <laughs> your <laughs> life for Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like yeah, this guy that. abandoned by his mother <laughs> yeah. one day and then <laughs> abandoned. I was like, that would is- if there's anybody in, get on the phone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, right, right
1: here, now. we can make a
4: deal, Shepherd. Right. Yeah, name. right. <laughs> like, yeah, that could be your. But really, it's sort well, of. Well, the really other lovely thing, yeah. is, you know, a slight tangent, but is, like, I used to, I lived in Berlin for a while, right? And so, sort of, and which was a big thing where Heroes was done and stuff. Yeah. So in Berlin, yeah. I used, I, I didn't know this, but was sheer coincidence. I used to drink in the same bar that Bowie and Iggy Pop used to drink. No. Way. But yeah. it was only uh, later on. It was, it was this old gay bar that I used to go to, uh, and then I found out because I used to DJ. Uh, In this, 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 French gay the uh, French gay club, and I found out—I can't remember how I found out now—but it was like, oh, you know, Bowie and I used to come here, and they now do tours. And you go to that place. It's now no covered right? in pictures. It's bounds, amazing
2: so. how many kind of little connections you
4: have with him uh, right? through your yeah. life. Yeah, it? yeah, right. uh, yeah it's, it's happened at loads of funny coincidences and things that happen. And then, like I say, now actually, you know, accepting an award on his behalf. How did you, How did that come about? It's because he, um, the Barland Ballroom in Glasgow. Yeah, yeah, no, a great venue. There, yeah. And he, the Barland, the crew, come up with this award. It's just the Barland Hall of Fame. So it kind of mm. comes from the crew to people that they admired and who treated them. Well. Yeah. So it's a really nice award. Oh, know? I see. So it's from the people that that run the venue. Yeah. Uh, and they, the, the guy, Billy Coyle, who did the still game when we did the show live in the Hydra in Glasgow, um, I got to know Billy a bit and through Barland and various things. And, and Billy had just passed in the, the January. Around about the February he got in touch and said, look, we've got, I know that sounds crazy, but would you <laughs> accept the award? And I'm like what? <laughs> and i like, why me? You yeah. know, uh, there's plenty of other people that will be coming and, and musicians. And so what? And he said, because we can't think of anybody better and we know yeah. what I mean to you. And i uh, like, uh, okay. So Amazing. I accepted the award, but then I, I was lying with my, my then girlfriend at the time. We were lying in bed chatting and she was talking about a musician in America. And she said, oh, she's infatuated with this uh, guy, Errol, a guitarist. I went, it's not Errol Slick by any chance, is it? <laughs> and she went, Who? That's when I knew things were over.
3: Dang. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Done. laughs> <Well, okay. "Who?" laughs> Get out of the bed. <laughs> and I <laughs> uh, so we were, we were chatting,
4: and she said, Oh, well, I think this picture somewhere and it was Errol Slick, right? And I thought oh, my God, that is Errol Slick. was ah. Slick And um,
3: I said, Oh yeah, well I think
4: you know, this thing's happening and stuff. So I thought I've got this at Bowie's Award sitting in my house. This is insane. It, it, it shouldn't have So, you got to take it house. home as well? Yeah, <laughs> I've got to keep it. And I'm like, oh. I should not have David Bowie's Award. Should I take it to Duncan for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I did was she got in touch with her friend who got in touch with Errol Slick. Oh, okay. Errol Slick got in touch with me, and I knew Errol Slick was coming to do the whole of the Station to Station album. Mm. Uh, in Glasgow. So I presented it to Errol oh, I see. Oh. Yeah, and it said yeah. that, you know, you were his right hand man for yeah. nearly forty years and yeah. you were his side man and all it it only seems it. fitting yeah. and right. Yes. You yeah. should have it. So I presented it to Errol Slack. And then that started a whole chain of events from there on in, the guy who was a road manager invited me to the last screening about his documentary and I met all the band and, and then Mike Garson came to play and I got to sing with Mike Garson. Yeah. So it was just really mind blowing, you know, I was yeah. like And there's probably
2: more stories to come. um,
1: We have to roll it up, but I've got one last question for you, right? Uh, And and actually, it feels more sort of poignant or something today, Mm, doesn't it, for us? Because we always ask this, which is, um, what advice would you give to somebody who is a much younger version of you? Like, out there right now, there is somebody dealing with, a mother and father, and, and, uh, issues and, yeah, and, and the whole thing. What advice would you give to them?
4: <coughs> oh, gosh, I don't know, really. I mean, it's hard to keep going. <laughs> yeah. You're not alone. Uh, always remember, you're not alone. You're not the first, you're not the last, and you're not alone. Um, there's people out there, uh, and there's people out there. Uh, and don't be afraid uh, to ask for help. Never be afraid. It's not a weakness. It's a strength, uh, to speak out or speak to people. Uh, and you know, they will be there for you. Don't you know, don't and don't be afraid of rejection if if people aren't, they've just not been the right person. But the right person and right people are out there. Uh, and uh, you're not alone basically. So, Gavin Mitchell, you are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin
1: Mitchell. Sure Gavin Mitchell. I like taking before we started but absolutely... In fact, you can join our podcast. <laughs> you too can reach the heady lights of say One day, yeah. right? Um, so we have to finish.
2: And thank you guys for and coming thank and thank you. Uh, give
1: yourself a round of applause. Yeah, yes. Not just thank you. you. Have lovely and it's a weird well lovely. done, well done for being our first audience. You if you want to hear us.
2: any other of uh, the podcasts that we've done in past, just go and we're on all, all the uh, streaming services. Just Ferguson okay. Harrington Hawks or FHHPod.com. Look at you and your oh professional...
1: I have After to Roger finish I'm this structured. show or you'll be getting the Bobby Davros today. <laughs> so I'm, I'm yeah. tying it up before it's coming any minute yeah, now. You missed the bullet there, it's No, we okay. do have to finish, uh, and we're going to finish up by uh, saying, signing out by saying I've been Ferguson.
2: I've been Harrington. I've been Hawks.
1: And he has been... Mitchell. Yay, you thank, thank you,
3: awesome everyone.
0: Ferguson-Harrington Hawks with Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks written and produced for Source Productions by surprise
3: surprise, Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks